Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Saturday. Portlandites. This is Will Darkens here speaking to you. Uh, on a microphone and transmitting to car stereos and other radios across the Portland metropolitan area. This is the Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Across the glass from me is one Will Ortner. He is sweating through his T-shirt and his pants. Am I? He's betting a lot recently. Oh. I was NCAA like, wait a minute. Tournament. Am I? I mean, I know I took a hot shower today, but I didn't think it was that bad. He has uh, the mob de- de- debitors debtors i do not i do not i have never taken a loan to my knowledge you've never taken a loan no i don't i don't think so i'm not big on like owing people money and i don't believe like i mean i probably hate being an adult i probably owe my parents my life so i guess that was a loan yeah but other than that yeah i i don't believe i've ever taken a loan do you have any credit cards no um, what? No, I know i need to get it i need to start building credit i here's gosh it, it scares me dude why because I don't understand it. So I it stuff that scares me and I don't understand, it? I just like leave it alone. I don't know, but it, it's like it's money, but it's not my money. Right. But then I have to pay it back at the end. Yeah. And I don't want to pay extra. So if I don't pay on time, I right. have to pay extra. And I don't like that. I have a debit card. My debit card is my money. Mm-hmm. I know it's mine. I know exactly how much money I have there. Right. So if I end up overspending, 
it's own, it's my own money. It's my fault. I can't like accidentally spend to a point where it's like, hey, there's no going back to this. Fan text line is 503-864-6326. Uh, we'd love you to chime in and give some advice to Will Ortner on why he should get a credit card. And I'll give you the first one right here. Now, you are aware of the cash back system, right? No. Okay. So credit cards yeah. in an attempt to woo consumers okay. of the United States of America have set up a program by which as you purchase things and stuff, there is a certain percentage that they will give you money back free of charge that you can then transfer that money as cash back or as credit to your card for other stuff to buy. Essentially, they're giving you money to buy stuff that you then don't have to pay for. That's kind of nice. That's cool. But I, I don't understand. Well, but I also don't understand. It's the same thing like my like sometimes my parents will be like oh don't worry i'll just you know like just venmo me later i want to get the miles and then they'll yes. swipe their card i i don't totally understand that either because it's like okay if i pay with this card enough then i get some miles to where i don't have to pay as much for a plane ticket that's correct and that's the only reason i literally got the chase sapphire reserve card Specifically because you're like, it was I literally for support. travel. But how much do you Because they have gave to me spend? $750 after three months for free. Well, that's kind of cool. How'd you do that? Uh, that was the welcome bonus. All I did was put everything I originally already spent onto that card uh, in the first three months that I had it. And it added up to a certain level where then they said, hey, you've spent X amount of dollars in the first three months. We're going to give you $750 free that you can use. And then there's certain percentages back on things. Like, I think they gave me, like, 4% back at restaurants. So every single purchase I make, they take 4% of that total and then give me the money back. Well, that's kind of... Do you eat out a lot now because of that? Uh, no. Because I would. I'm I don't so even dumb. use that card anymore. The only reason I used that card for, like, three years straight was to build up a cash of cash, cash back. And I got about $3,200 free. Holy cow. That I used for three flights. Dude, that's... It was amazing. As someone who has to purchase a plane ticket here in the next couple of days, oh. that's kind of nice. Are you? Oh, in the next days. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to say, you should start soon. Because if you plan to fly into your late 20s, I would recommend you to go get a credit card, build some credit, so then you can get yourself like a nice travel card, and then mm. just throw everything on there for a little while, and you'll get an insane amount of money back that is free that you can then just purchase flights. See, that's really cool. There's a lot of stuff like this that I like never get, so I just like stay away from. Like I, mm. I have a stock market guy. I have a guy. A stock market guy? Yeah, I, I, I pay a guy, and look, nice. man, it was nice. You know, There was like some that. money that was saved up for me that was supposed yeah. to go towards school, but you know, I got some scholarship, so I was able to take that money yeah. and you know, put it in into uh, my, my stock market guy. And... I know, like, I'm supposed to be giving more money to him now. Like, you give him money monthly, and then that builds everything up, and you sure, start yeah. making more. But at the same time, it's also, like, I can't give him enough money to where it would, like, make sense. Right, right now. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's one of those weird things where it's like, hey, some months, like, yeah, dude, totally. I can give you $25, but is that really going to make a dent in it? Because I don't know if I really want to give you 100 <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? What are some other adult things that you have questions about? Oh, everything. Everything. So give, give me like I'm a, topic a newborn that, fawn, dude. Yeah, that like 
Because like, I've been where you are right now, where like there's these adult things. None of it makes sense. Yeah, and like you're scared to ask because you think that when you ask it, people will be like, "What's wrong with you? Why don't you know that?" That's the thing. Like, see, you didn't right there, but all the time, I like I remember when I told Dusty, I was like, "Yeah, I don't have a credit card. I don't know how they work," and he was just like. How do you not know how they work? Like, what what are you doing? Just go get a credit card. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like sound financial advice. No, no, it's <laughs> like, not. W- wait a minute. It's uh, like, not. I hear all these horror stories of like, don't go sign up for a credit card when the credit card company shows up to the college and is trying to get you to buy credit cards because then you'll just buy a bunch of stuff and you don't you won't oh, realize right. like oh, I have to pay for it later. Yeah, um, I mean they can get you started with uh, what they call I think. Um, uh, starter cards or like college cards. Like that was my first credit card. It was like a college card. I think it had like a $1,500 limit and they were just like, yeah, there's like no overdraft fees for the first year. And like, you know, just you, it's a, it's a card to basically build credit. So then you can go to your next one. Oh. And like almost everybody gets accepted. Like, do you have a pulse? Are you talking and breathing right now? I, I hope so. Yeah. You'll get accepted. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the other thing. I did, like right now, the minute you were like, you'll get accepted. I was like, I have to get accepted. Do I have to fill out paperwork? Is there a you whole fill out thing? paperwork? But like I said, but there's like there's a whole there's a whole gaggle of credit cards out there that it's literally like, are you a human being who talks and walks and like knows how to like do this motion with your hand? Like, through can a you swipe a card? Can you swipe a card? You can. Here you go. Yeah. See, and and that right there instantly <laughs> makes me go. I don't know if I want to be a part of that. Like that oh. that scares me. Yeah. You're just accepting anybody. It's you know, hey. Not trying to call anyone out, but it's like when you're going out and you, uh, you know, you meet a man or or a woman and yeah. you're like, oh, I'm excited to go on a date with this person. And then you find out like, yes, they have also gone on a bunch of dates with my other friends and not here to shame. Uh, but then it's one of those where it's like, you know what? I need to take my time and be, I need to study this a little bit more. The problem is I never study it because it's boring. Study. It's it's like taxes too. Like I don't want to study tax. I don't understand what goes on in taxes. I have a guy, his name is Tom Ortner, my father, and I just kind of like, please help me out here. And yeah. then he's got a person, and now now I think she's retiring, so i got to find a new person. But Do you know I, deductions and all that, like from your paycheck? Yeah, like I know that goes to stuff. I don't know what FICA is or what it does, but okay. I know it goes there. And I know Washington, I didn't pay enough taxes, but Oregon... I paid too many or something yeah. like that. Like I don't, that's the thing that I don't, that's the other thing that I don't get. Yeah. How, how do I accidentally p- pay too many taxes? How do I accidentally not pay enough? Shouldn't we have a thing where it's like, you just, these are, your, these are your taxes. It doesn't seem like it would be that hard. You are correct. And in fact, you're going down a really good route uh, in terms of like, why the hell is the tax system so complicated? Cause it really is. And that's why there's things like TurboTax and like people mm-hmm. who make their whole careers out of just doing taxes for you because of the fact that it is really complicated. And if you have enough mental fortitude to actually study it and master it, Congratulations, you're probably going to live a nice life. But, like, a lot of us, like you and me, could care less. Yeah, it's boring. Uh, But it's also, like, if if your job is to tax me and Mm. take money out, I'm cool with that. I actually really don't have an issue with taxes now that i have roads right that's that's kind of where i'm at like (laughs) if you can if you tell me that this dollar goes to like roads or new bridges and stuff like that i'm always gonna just be like yeah sure dude take it whatever i don't care you know as long as i get the majority of it Mm -hmm. i'm cool with helping out others i'm i'm cool with that i don't it's not gonna bother me you're a humanitarian i am i'm a man of the people i'm for the people but my my problem is is like you can't 
tell me that I owe this much over the, uh, the the year in taxes, right? This is how much Will owes in taxes. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, come back to me and be like, hey, just an FYI, you also now owe a little bit more because I didn't yeah. take enough out. Like, I can't right. go to the bosses here at Odyssey and be like, hey, I know that you paid me for this amount of work, right. but I forgot I was actually here for another three hours. I should get those three hours paid to me uh, on my on my pay stub. You don't do hour. You don't do hour padding, do you? No. Oh, see, you're new here. I gotta no. teach you some hour padding. No, I do. I I, I was told. Wait a minute, dump, dump, dump. Yeah, no, I I clock <laughs> in when I get in here. I make a mental note of it. When I leave, mental note of mental it. Note of that. Send it out. Technically, I was here at four this morning. Oh, really? It was one of those days. And you'll see me walk out that door at about two. (laughs) Technically. 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 Now, maybe I'm gone at 11.15. But uh, But technically, two. You were working working from home. You were working from home. Like a lot of of those people at the A-Line yesterday and uh, Thursday. Oh, my goodness. That's right. Hey, did you go to Fan Madness? I got to do a couple shows out there, actually. Oh, cool, dude. Yeah, I was getting to hang out with Dusty and then gambled. Yeah. That sports book is fantastic. Yeah. That was a good time. We got to meet the bookmaker over there, Hugh. Mm-hmm. Awesome guy. Really nice. nice. Helped, uh, helped, hey, you know, maybe you should look at this bet. You should look at that bet yeah. here. You should look at this there. It was it was a grand old time. Lots of people coming up to me thinking I was Souk. That happened Did they all really? the time. There were a couple people who legitimately, again, thought I was his kid. And then That's another fair. majority was like, oh, hey, Suk, what's going on? Haven't seen you in a couple of days. And then I'd just be like, yeah, man, good to see you. How's it going? <laughs> I do I do think that Suk has to be like he – it's good that we're like buddies and he's nice to me and stuff like that because if he was ever like just an ass sometime, I would totally just pretend to be him and get into a lot of trouble. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, my experience with Jason Sikanik, um is that I don't think he really is an ass to anyone. No, he's an awesome dude. Yeah, he's great. I think he just separates people in regards to ones he puts time and attention into and others he doesn't. And that doesn't mean that he doesn't like you. It just means that he doesn't want to put time and attention to you. I'm one of those people. I think Sue and I know each other, and we talk a little bit whenever we see each other. But at the same time, I don't think he wakes up or thinks about this show or me in any consistent manner. I think just when he sees me, he says, hey, and we talk for a minute, and that's it. And that's awesome. So this whole mean act of, like, him looking intimidating, I mean, he does look intimidating if you don't know him. But as you get to know him, he's a really nice person. Yeah, it's it's the Uh, classic, like, looks terrifying, looks like he's in a biker gang, looks mm. like he will murder you just because you looked at him a little weird. And then you meet him, and it's like, oh, this guy's awesome. He's super nice, and he's helpful when he needs to be helpful. He, you know, he can he can mess around, but yeah, he's man. been awesome. Well, it sounds like that you guys were at the LNA sports book uh, for the better part of this last week because of fan madness, and fan madness, of course, has to do with the NCAA tournament. That of which I. Don't know an extreme amount about. I'm not huge into college basketball, although I do point my attention uh, towards this every single year. And so the one thing I do want to uh, uh, float some attention towards uh, coming up here next is uh, uh, a upset that I just love everything about and I think is indicative of what sports should be and what college sports should be. So we'll talk about that here next. 
You're listening to The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Will Darkins here with you, and guess what? It is, in fact, the NCAA Tournament March Madness. And uh, we've got a couple games going on right now that have tipped off in the last hour. Uh, one that is of a special note is Furman, uh, who had their uh, uh, upset uh, and San Diego State, they're just kind of tipped off. San Diego State up eight to six uh, right now. A couple others, Michigan Vanderbilt, that's uh, still in the first quarter and uh, first half, I should say. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of other games that are supposed to tip off today that uh, are going to be uh, some barn burners, one of which being Duke and Tennessee, which many people are predicting that could be an upset for Duke. Of course, when Duke was ranked five uh, in this whole thing, that kind of sent everybody in the college basketball world aghast because, like, what? What's going on here? Why is Duke uh, number two, uh, another game that is one to watch would be Princeton and Missouri, uh, one of which being that Princeton was able to beat Arizona, though I didn't fill out a bracket this year. I will tell you, I no. felt that one coming. See, Just when you looked at it, you went, yeah, I don't know about Arizona. That's, and that's, uh, what I think that is, is that's the generation gap. 
because Dusty was saying the same thing. Like as soon as he saw Princeton, you know, they're keeping up, they're staying in the game. He goes, watch Arizona, just Arizona this. And I'm over here like, no, they're, they'll be fine. Like they're a good team. They're not losing to Princeton. There's no way. And he goes, no, trust me. Princeton used to be good back in the day. If they get going, they can do it, do it right. And it was just like, yep, they, you were right. I was wrong. I was dumb on that. I do want to say though, I did get Furman on the spread and the money line. Good for you. Yes. Are you up? Are you up? So I need to do math from yesterday. Thursday, I was up. I was up two units. Hard and strong. Which is pretty good. I was pretty happy about that. Now, to be fair, the very next two bets I placed lost, so I was right back to dead even. But uh, I I need to look because what I did was I put in a lot of bets yesterday. I bet every game. Yeah. I bet every game of the first round, Thursday, Friday. And then... I just need to go and cash cash the tickets and figure out did I make money did I not because I didn't I didn't bet any of the games today and I did bet any of the games Sunday mm. I didn't want to I didn't want to make the bets after you know a couple beverages and it being like ten o'clock at night it was like you know what I'm gonna just go home I'm gonna be in Portland multiple times tomorrow yeah. I'll get my betting fix on you know on my phone. I do have a guy now that tweets me whenever the Blazers play. He goes, we're fading the Blazers, right? And I'm like, yeah, I got you, bro. And then and we've made some money so far. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Of course, uh, uh, another game that people are watching just because they're the number one seed. And, um, well, everything that goes along with them. Uh, this is the night game. It should be on at 640. Tonight on TBS, that's Maryland and number one Alabama. Now, the reason, uh, other than the fact that they're the number one seed, is that Alabama's in the uh, trenches of a controversy right now. One of their two, check that, three of their freshmen uh, are indicted in a shooting murder, uh, which has been kind of uh, all over the tabloids, one of which Brandon Miller, uh, the sensational freshman that should be near the top of the draft class uh, next season, uh, is the most directly implicated in that case, and so uh, uh, no Darius Miles. I thought Darius Miles. Yeah, oh, yeah is that, that not that is his name. So Darius Miles. Yeah, because I know it, there's it was, three of them. There's it was Brandon Miller, his... Miles, and then some other kid that. So, uh, see, I thought it was I thought it was Miller because of the Mi- text. So no, so Miller brought the gun. That's right. Right. He so held Miller, the murder weapon. He he. So it's. It was Miles' weapon, I yeah. believe, uh, if I remember right, and Miles left it in the car, and so Miller was bringing it back to Miles, right. allegedly, and then it's the same gun that was used. Ah, I see. I think that that's where the issue is. But you and like his Either lawyers, way, his lawyers say. are are harping on it huge of like. He never touched it. It's not his. It was in his car. It's just his buddies. Yeah. But like when you read the text, it's like it's it's all fair, I would think, to be like, hey, you know, maybe he, he didn't know someone was gonna get shot. Yeah. He didn't know this, didn't know that. But at the same time, if it's if it's midnight and someone goes, Hey, you should bring my gun to the club, maybe don't. Yeah, and Maybe actually, don't. this is leading to my point with this whole thing, and, and we'll get to the whole uh, Purdue getting beat, and it's hilarious. But like, if I ever had a friend or family member who, uh, without prompt, came up to me and said, "Hey, we got to get going because I got to get this gun to this place," I, no, nope, <laughs> nope, no, we don't. No, 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 nope, nope. No, thank you. 
leave me out of this. Leave yeah. me alone. I don't want to be a part of this. Seems like a no-brainer, but... I'd um... like to avoid this in, this entire situation. I'll tell you what, like, not not a big gun guy. Gun, no, guns, me neither. Guns kind of, they, they make me a little worried. Yeah. You know? Yeah, me too. I, anytime, uh, not that it happens a lot, but anytime that... I have a buddy, and they're like, hey, you know what? After a couple beers, like, let's go to the range. I kind of just go, no, I'd like to stay away. I'd like <laughs> to not be a part of that. And yeah. you know what? As a 25-year-old, if I can figure that out, I would hope that others could too. But you would think. You know what? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a learning lesson. Fairleigh Dickinson. That is the name of the college that was able to knock off the number one seed Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, I think, of course, the the lead in this story is that they were the 16th seed. This is only the second time this has happened. Uh, I think in the past, what, ever? Yeah, I, right? think, I think you the have the time frame right. In the past, ever. Maryland, Baltimore County, which uh, knocked off Virginia in 2018. That was the same thing. A 16 beating a 1. Now, what I love about this story so much is one moment that was caught uh, after Fairleigh Dickinson had uh, won their play-in uh, was that the coach, head coach Tobin Anderson, was caught on camera in the locker room basically instead of congratulating his team in the moment, had said, quote, the more I watch Purdue, the more I think we can beat them. It's a great clip. How amazing is it that not only was this guy scouting ahead, this coach, scouting ahead for Purdue, but the fact that he had so much confidence to tell his team that, yeah, I had the belief that we could win this play-in, and I had it so strongly that leading up to this, I've been watching film on Purdue because I'm pretty sure we can beat them. That sentence right there, the more I watch Purdue, means that he's been studying film so intently that he was making up game plans and doing personnel matchups that at the end of the day, he came down to the fact of, oh my gosh, if we can win this play-in, we're going to beat them. Well, and the thing that I had heard about Purdue the entire, you know, two weeks that I studied for by just listening to the Mark Titus show, basically exclusively, Mark, it was this team, if you can stop Edie, it's over. And in conference play, you have a lot of these big guys, these big, these teams built around big post players. 7-4. They get away with murder during yeah. the regular season, and then you get into the tournament, and they don't get away with it. Mm-hmm. They start getting calls. They start getting into foul trouble. This Purdue team wasn't known for being that good of a shooting team. You catch them in an off day and a day where Edie's gotten some fouls, they were going to have a chance. The other one that makes me laugh about this, and I know he can be kind of a divisive person, but... I I saw on Twitter Dave Portnoy tweeted ten minutes into the Fairleigh Dickinson playing yeah, game. I think this team could beat Purdue also. Like he he had tweeted he thought they could win. So there were two people. You had the coach and apparently the bar stool owner that were like they could win this. And then for them to actually pull it off was insane. The entire sports book at Alene going absolutely bonkers for fdu bonkers bonkers and it's cool because you can watch the entire room just all slowly but surely adopt and everyone was chanting fdu fdu (laughs) it was a very fun atmosphere zach Eady is uh the largest seven foot four player 
a person rather I've ever seen. And, um, you know, that's kind of a weird statement because you could take it at its face value of, well, yeah, he's seven, four, but take, uh, uh, him next to somebody like Victor Wimbenyama, who I think is seven, four or seven, five or something. And looks like, um, you know, his arms are about as thick as this pole right here that is, uh, holding my microphone up. Um, taco falls the same way too yeah taco fall just kind of stick figure ish and so um there's a lot that's the one thing i'm kind of not understanding that apparently there's not a lot of uh thirst for zach Eady out there in terms of draft prospecting he'll play on an nba team because he's seven four and he'll be the most likely the uh national player of the year but like it's interesting to me that that isn't wanted more like that guy in the league will guaranteed get you twelve rebounds a game. Yeah. Guaranteed, he's seven four and he's huge. Like but he that, can't guard. But I look at him and look at his size for seven four. He looks like a six foot six guy in a seven foot four body. The muscle and everything else like that. He's a muscular guy. Have you seen his calves? Oh yeah, no, he is a big strong him. kid. He really is, but. Do you think he's going to be able to guard Giannis? Oh, look at those. Calves. Do you think he's going to be able to stay in front of Jokic? Do you think he's going to be able to stay in front of Embiid? Look at those eyes. That, that's going to be the yeah. He must work out. He's going to. That's always going to be the problem. It's yeah, when but... he runs into the more athletic big, and the fact that he's going to have to be able to run up and down the court. He might have been really good in the nineties, but at this point, the game is a much different style, and that's why I think teams are like, we don't want to touch him. Yeah. Same thing with like Luke Garza back in the day. You got to take a chance on him, though. You got to take a flyer. Someone will, but I maybe he, the Trailblazers will. They need a center. He'll be a role player. I think. I don't know. Drew Eubanks, dude. <laughs> Catch the U, bro. Oh well, that's why I mentioned that because we are going to get into that next. The Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I am looking for what has Chauncey Billups done wrong? And I'm asking that very genuinely because there is a contingent of Blazer fans that uh, are asking, Hey, uh, can we get another coach in here? And I say nay, because I think he has dealt with some extraordinary circumstances for a coach two years in. So we'll take a look at that. And then uh, also their, uh, you know, chances at the lottery, because that's where we are now. So, uh, all that coming up next on the Center in the Saints. But first, here's some news. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Your Portland Trailblazers lost 126 to 112 last night. Uh, they are now 31 and 39 on the season. There are about 12 games remaining. They're 13th place in a 15 team Western Conference. Two and a half back from the Lakers uh, for 10th. Uh, 10th place, if you didn't know, is the final play in spot. Um, all this, uh, as the backdrop of Chauncey Billups, the two year head coach for the Portland Trailblazers, currently 58 and 94. Not bad. Um, you sorry, 58 and 94. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, if he was an MLB player, he would be a hall of famer. He'd be doing pretty well. That's pretty good. If that was, if that's how well Jared Kelnick was hitting, I'd be pretty darn ecstatic. Well, I'll tell you what, Portland Trailblazer fans apparently are not uh, super ecstatic about it, uh, so much so that uh, it prompted players to come out and uh, uh, publicly say, we support Chauncey, Chaunce as our coach. Uh, according to uh, one Jeremy Grant, who uh, will become a free agent, but is apparently beginning to signal that he will resign Uh, in this off season uh, that he quote, I think that, or he says, quote, I think those people are stupid, unquote, the ones who believe that Chauncey Billups should be fired after two seasons. Now I will say this. uh, I correctly predicted uh, many months ago before this season started that this team would not make the playoffs. And uh, one Luke Anderson uh, had told me uh, you're ridiculous for saying that. I can't believe you're saying that this far out from the season. And I said, my friend, the writing is on the wall. They do not have a superstar. It really doesn't matter what Jeremy Grant does because there's nobody that is going to be able to save what this team is now at this point. Chauncey Billups wasn't it, and he probably won't be it, at least for the immediate future. I don't blame Chauncey Billups because I think that there's a laundry list of things that he had to really face uh, coming into this job that were pretty insurmountable, one of which being that... um, He has a superstar that has a very specific talent that doesn't translate to an overall team success for the most part. Damian Lillard is not LeBron James. He's not Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's not even Anthony Davis, skill-wise. He's not Jimmy Butler. He's not Joel Embiid. Uh, He's not Kevin Durant. Those guys are ones that, by themselves, can carry a team to better prominence. Damian Lillard can't do that. He can score 70 points in a game, but I think this season has shown you that him alone cannot do it because they are now missing the playoffs for the second straight season. 
after Terry Stotts had led them to eight consecutive playoff berths under teams that had pretty good quality rosters. Well, I, I think the big thing that you're seeing is the grass isn't always greener. Yeah. Because a lot of people at the end of Terry Stotts were fed up and they were upset and they wanted him to get gone, right? And then you're starting to see like, well, hey, there's a reason Terry Stotts was an NBA coach for a very, very long time. Yeah, yeah. He's a pretty darn good coach. I don't necessarily know if the jury, like for me, the jury's probably still out on Chauncey. He gets a Delta team last year where Dame was hurt the whole year, so he doesn't even get to play. And so you go into that season knowing, hey, we're not going to the playoffs. You know that. I know that there were high hopes at the original start of this season uh, from a lot of people because I I think you were in the minority. It was probably you and Rob who were like, hey, no, no chance. This team isn't that good. They're not making the playoffs. I think a vast majority of fans were like, hey, you know what? I like what we're building. I like what this could be. It's a lot of guys like Chauncey. It's a different roster in the fact of you now have a lot more length on your team. There's a little more thought towards defense, or at least it seems like there is. But it it didn't work out this year. It really seems like next year it either works or it gets blown up because they keep saying, hey, Next year is the year they're going to go make a big free agent signing. Next year is the, the year they're going to go get the big trade. This next year, right? This, that's what you said? That That's what I'm being told. Yeah. Really, I listen to Danny and Dusty. This right, is right, what right. Danny's yeah, saying. Yeah. And Sprague, too. So right. those are my Blazer experts. So I trust them. They are saying, okay. you know, it's going to be this offseason, which is frustrating. But at the same time, for Blazer fans, especially with Dame's age, yeah. It really does seem like either it works next year or you see this thing get blown up. Right. Okay. So, and I I love doing this because because there's going to be free agents and it's going to be like which ones can you logically get? Yeah. And I'll do the list again. Because Let's do it. I do this continuously because of the fact that um, I, I feel like if you are in that camp, and I I I love Braden Sprague, and from I, I haven't talked to Danny much, but I think he's very <laughs> smart about basketball analysis very. and everything. But I think in this respect. Uh, they're either deluded or they're trying to uh, goad fans into still believing in something that's a false narrative. So I'll just go down the list here of free agents yep. uh, that the play- Trailblazers could possibly sign. James Harden, no. Russell Westbrook, no. 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 Chris Middleton, no. Uh, Middleton Kyrie- might be the only one you want out of those. Yeah, you won't get him. Uh, James Harden, uh, again, sorry, this is just going through the list. Kyrie Irving, no. Kristaps no. Porzingis, no. no. Kevin Love, you don't want. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, probably not because he will re-sign with the Lakers. Um, and where are you going to play him? Do you then go sm- – you, like, you you don't play him because you're trusting in Anthony Simons. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then after that, as we go down the list, none of these other guys really surpass uh, the skill of what Jeremy Grant can bring at this point. Nikola Vujovic, nope. Draymond Green, nope. Fred Van Fleet, nope. Harrison Barnes, nope. Chris LeVert. Or Karis, rather, Levert. Nope. Gary Trent Jr. We could try that again. We're going to make another run at it. Let's is, do it. Is he going to go come off the bench again? What about Will Barton? Or Derrick Rose? Or Christian Wood? <laughs> Christian Wood. Christian Wood's pretty good, but He's again, not bad. I'd take Jeremy Grant over him. <laughs> well, I mean, you can move Christian to the five, and you you have an athletic sure. uh, big for the first time. Now, I've never heard that before, us going on a small lineup. <laughs> right. Well, at least you'd finally have a big that could uh, get out and guard the three. Um, <laughs> but you see where I'm going here. No, right? I, I, well, like, I, I do this a lot because mm-hmm. I think that, again, this is the narrative that gets put out by this organization that like 
this recent organization went under Joe Cronin. Uh, Neil Olshay was something different. But this this is what they put out all the time, is that we're waiting. We're waiting to make our mark and to, to make our move. And what I'm trying to express and to show through some pretty simple logic here is that it's just not probably going to happen here. It's probably not going to happen this season. And whatever you're thinking in terms of a big free agent signing, I don't get it. I I mean, maybe someone can explain it to me, I, I guess. You could try to explain to me through trade, perhaps. But, you know, we've been down that road quite a bit. And apparently we can't really trade for anyone because nobody wants to work with us. Yeah, well, like we got Jeremy Grant. I think that was probably the biggest trade pickup we've had in five years. If you want to consider oh, of Nurkic that, then I, all right. Yeah, I I would say Jeremy Grant over Nurk, especially after Nurk broke his leg, because he's just yeah. been a different player. And like I get it, horrific injury. Um, the problem is, is you know, like your big free agent signing. The one that always sticks out to me was your big free agent signing. What was that? Ten years ago, you were going to get Hidu Turkaloo. You were going to get Hidu Turkaloo, and <laughs> yes. you were going to pair him with B Roy and yeah. Lamarcus, and he was going to be the third, and you were going to you were going to go to the playoffs, and you were going to have a chance at the Western Conference Finals. You were going to go, you were going to go play LeBron in the NBA Finals. Sure. And Hidu Turkaloo's wife said, "Absolutely not. I do not want to live there." And Hidu Turkaloo <laughs> looked at the Blazers and was like, "Sorry." And then guess what? Hidu Turkaloo was like a ten and five guy. Whatever, man. He made a great decision. Guy. Where did he go to Toronto, right? I don't know where he went. I'm but pretty I... sure he did. Now, I will admit this to you. And I, actually, I'm glad you're mentioning this because I think this is the moment where I started to like come down to reality. Was like, I was all in on Hito Turkaloo. You I thought remember, you were going to get him? Dude, that Magic season was freaking awesome. He was awesome. good. Him, him and Rashard Lewis. Like, that was yes. a NBA. That was a revolution. Dwight in the Howard, NBA. Jameer Nelson. Oh, it was. It was the very beginning of people understanding that the future of the NBA would be 3 and D. Mm-hmm. Not that there haven't been teams like that before. The Orlando Magic of the 90s were kind of like that with Shaquille O'Neal and Anderson and Penny mm-hmm. Hardaway. But it had never been realized in such a sense that, like, you could see it on the floor. Shard Lewis, Hito Turkaloo, uh, DJ Augustine, those dudes shooting with Dwight Howard around the... I thought that that was the start of what we were going to do. And I was like, yeah, bring on Hito Turkaloo. I think it was only after that point where I started looking at that team realistically and being like, oh, yeah, Hito Turkaloo didn't want to come here. That seems weird, doesn't it? Right. So how are you, <laughs> you going to find it? Yeah. Well, and I think that's what's always going to be the most frustrating yeah. thing for Blazer fans is... You had you got lucky and you hit the one in a million jackpot where you got this star player and yeah. he actually wants to stay here. Once in a lifetime guy. But you can't get guys around him. Yeah. And it's not because they don't want to play with him. It's just Portland isn't a sexy city, unfortunately. They don't want to be here. They think it's weird. I you know. They don't they don't get it for what it truly is. Well let's leave that. I'm trying not to be negative as much. It's very difficult. Hey, hang around me. I can be positive. You are very positive, and I appreciate it. Hey, sometimes you gotta you gotta fake it. Sometimes. And I'm gonna bring some positivity to this next segment. We call it "Good versus Evil." We do it every week here on the Center and the Saints and Portland Sports Leader 1080, The Fan. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the, What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, bro. <laughs> 
Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil, brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. But now you got some incentive. You got this award sitting out there that's saying, I got to play anywhere from, you know, 67 to 75 games. You know, and, and I think if you in that range, right, then you're talking about, okay, this guy showed up, you know, most nights, he's performed, he's did it at a high level, and he's been consistent with it. There's a guy who's always going to be below John Stockton as the greatest point guard list, Isaiah Thomas. The Athletic reported this week the NBA and Players Association are close to agreeing on a minimum number of games players have to play to be eligible for major awards like the MVP. League already requires 58 games to be played to win a scoring title. This is, of course, meant to incentivize players to quit, quote-unquote, load management and play in more regular season games, which most fans are desiring, because who wants to spend a bunch of money to not see LeBron James? Do you see this actually working? I mean, so in theory, yeah, but at this point, one guys just make sure they got in the minimum amount of games like that's not going to stop someone from tanking or not tanking but from taking the load management yeah and the guys who really enjoy the load management and do it the most they don't really care about stuff like this right when you look at it who are the top mvp guys right now joel mb doesn't take load management Giannis doesn't take load management Jokic doesn't take load management it's older guys or guys who already know like hey I need the load management to make it through to the postseason. So it's not really going to affect those guys who are get, trying to get the award anyway. Yeah. Our, our worst moments are captured on TV, and I'm glad I didn't really grow up in that era because I did. I mean, we've all done stupid things, but like I said, he's just got it. He's just got to do it, come back, and be a better person for it. I mean, that's all you can do is just try to grow. That's a regular Memphis fan who was stopped by a local TV station while he was trying to get laid and was forced to talk about John ja Morant. The NBA officially suspended Morant for eight games after recent troubles off the floor. In a statement, Commissioner Adam Silver called Morant's conduct in which he held a handgun in a strip club while on Instagram Live, quote, irresponsible, reckless, and potentially very dangerous. Silver, who met with Morant on Thursday, added that Morant expressed sincere contrition and remorse. Too little, too many or just enough punishment? Uh, well, here's my question. You said you couldn't prove that he brought the gun on the team plane. You can't prove that it was his gun, from my understanding. Why is he punished eight games if all these things that you're saying yeah. isn't true? I don't know. Optics. Look, for me, you knew Jaw had to go away for a little bit. Go away for a little bit, take the eight-game suspension, then the league can say, look, we came down hard on him. Look, we made him go to a facility in Florida that said no more pew-pew, no more guns. That's what the league has to do optically. At the end of the day, they don't really care. As long as he's out there playing and playing at an extremely high level, they want John Morant Morant out there and they want John Morant. No, I don't think that you can look back on that contract he signed in 2019 and say it was a bad idea or a bad deal by the Cowboys. I will only say the Dallas Cowboys for four years of Ezekiel Elliott, $50.1 million. 
There's a guy who quit smoking three years ago thanks to nicotine patches, Peter King. The Dallas Cowboys released Ezekiel Elliott Wednesday, making him a free agent. Elliott was set to count $16.7 million against the salary cap with a nearly $11 million non-guaranteed base salary. Injuries, of course, slowed Elliott for the past two years, and he was pretty much a non-factor uh, last season for the Cowboys as Tony Pollard became running back number one. I'm going to play to your interests. Seahawks? If he is cool with being the backup and not making a bunch of money, I'm okay with that. You need two backs nowadays in this league. I mean, other than Derrick Henry, do you really see a lot of running backs going solo right now? And the ones that do, they make it, what, two, three years, and then their career's kind of done. So if the Seahawks got him on the cheap and he understood, hey, you're getting 10 to 15 touches a game maximum, all for that, you're going to block – but that's an insane take there by Stephen King. Like, yes, he was worth all the money that Jerry Jones paid him. No, he wasn't. No running back in the NFL gets paid anywhere near that amount of money. Yeah. You are a moron. Look, here's what I will say. I think what Pierre King was probably trying to intimate was that uh, he was worth it in regards to, like, a Kobe contract. You remember Kobe Bryant's last contract? They gave him a big contract just because. Two years, $45 million. He was not worth it at that point. No. It was a thank you contract. And I think Ezekiel Elliott's, in a certain way, his contract was, thank you very much for pulling us out of the depths of hell, because without you behind our incredible offensive line, we would have probably not had one of the better offenses for, like, a four-year stretch. So I think, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's probably what Jerry Jones did, and he probably, in his head, rationalized it as that. Because you know Jerry. He didn't let anybody go. He likes to, if he likes you, he'll keep you. Yeah. Why the hell's Dak Prescott still there? No, ex- I don't know. Exactly, but at the same time, everybody knew that was a bad contract. Yeah. Sure he's objectively. I, I yeah. guess you could say like, "Hey, he earned it and you're paying him back for his couple rookie seasons," yeah. but Jerry, you're supposed to be a businessman. Yeah. That's not how business works. You don't overpay. This isn't taxes. You don't give them money back later. Give them their money. All right. Now it's time for my favorite story of the week. This one comes from Chicago. Here's your headline. Man sues Buffalo Wild Wings, claiming that pricey boneless wings are basically nuggets. Oh, yeah. I've been big on this because as a, as a reformed fat guy, I uh, am a big chicken wing connoisseur, and I don't understand what the whole deal is. Like, why? He's going to win this lawsuit, too. From what a lot of people are saying, he may win this thing on a technicality of, like, what's the difference? Does chicken nuggets then make those wings cheaper? I don't un- totally understand why he's doing it. According to court documents uh, obtained by this local TV station, uh, this man, one named Eamon Hamlin, ha- Ham- Hamlin? Something. contends that boneless wings are not actually part of the chicken wing, but instead slices of chicken breast Meat deep fried like wings. This oh. is a clear cut case of false advertising, should not be permitted as consumers should be able to rely on plain meaning of products' names and receive what they are promised. Uh, here's where I will argue he will most likely lose this case, one of which being he's going up against a uh, corporate conglomerate that has a legal team that most likely is um, better than him, paid well, yeah, better than Better Call Saul that he yeah. has over there. 
he is basically saying that consumers have known what boneless wings are made of. If they knew, they wouldn't pay. Uh, they they would know. have paid less for them if they knew that it was just a chicken nugget. Here's mm-hmm. also another contention that I have. I think we've all known it. Yeah. And I think we've all scoffed at it. And I think this is the clear cut case of somebody saying, I own the sun because nobody has claimed it yet. Do, do you think that we there all was... know that's free up there? Okay. Do you think there was anyone that was like, reading over this thing and they're like no way honey what? get in here yeah they don't just take the bone the the meat off the bones and then just make it into a ball yeah this is a chicken breast oh my goodness it's guess what now you're gonna tell me that chicken tendies are chicken breasts too it's like dude it's an eye roll for me but i i thought i heard somewhere that he actually had legal footing to stand on and actually could win and i was like wow that's crazy i think that and again i bring up the uh i I brought up the whole uh, owning the sun thing because there was about five years ago where some woman went to a patent office and said that that's the sun and I own it because it's an object. Technically, it's a star and the star, I suppose, is an object. And she said, nobody's claimed ownership to it yet. I own it. I I, discovered it. it It's right there. And you should pay me for using it. Prove to me that I didn't buy the sun. This is the same thing in regards of you're saying they're wings. They're not wings. Well... I'm not a lawyer, but I could probably explain to you in really esoteric terms about what a wing actually is. I could go into the idea of, okay, well, then I guess Paul McCartney's been giving us false advertising with his crappy band, Wings. Fair fair enough. I mean, hey, just remember. Shot in the dark. Just remember, <laughs> when you go to iron a shirt yeah. on your shirt and on the iron, it says, yeah. do not iron while wearing the shirt. Why? Because some idiot ironed their shirt while they were wearing it and sued somebody and made a bunch of money. Yeah, and the just McDonald's remember. hot coffee and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Just remember, that happened. Well, that is your Good versus Evil. It is brought to you by 808, the king of Hawaiian restaurants. You can visit them online, ate-oh-ate.com. Hour two, we talk about some of the free agency movings in the NFL that are interesting. Aaron Rodgers demanding things that really he... Has no right to demand at this point. Uh, and some more farting around. That's uh, all coming up next in hour two here on the Sitter and the Saints on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.